0: Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels, and 66ers six baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori
1: Jr. You're listening to the Old Angels podcast.
0: with. Dan Garcia. And we are also joined today by somebody special. Uh, we won't we won't ruin the surprise, but uh, you tuned uh, yeah, in last week. I think you kind of
1: know who we're talking tuned about. tuned in last
0: week. I think that, you know, you might know who we're talking about. But we're back for another edition of the All Angels podcast. And I'm actually kind of excited because we actually got some live action Angels baseball happening that we can talk about. And we will talk about it. We will get into it. We'll talk about Summer Camp 2020 presented by, was it Camping, Camping World? World, yeah. And uh, so baseball's I guess, back in the swing of things. Uh, camp opened up, I think, July 2nd really was the first day for the Angels. And there's some news. There's some things that we, we've got to get into before uh, we start getting fully into it. So let, let's, let's start it off. Dan, what do you want to talk about first? Where are we again?
1: Yeah, so obviously... The camp started. Uh, I think the third was actually the first day they started reporting and started to um, pop up at Angel Stadium. And then obviously the first couple of days you're there, the testing needs to happen, and then you know you have to wait for the results. And then that kind of got into a little fiasco. <laughs> we'll get into later. But yeah, um, the players started showing up, and it, it was kind of cool to see these guys work come in, whether it was at Angel Stadium or Blair Field out in Long Beach. But um, yesterday, July eighth was the first inner squad scrimmage. Where I think I was what a lot of people were waiting for. So <laughs> it was really cool to see the guys out there again. It's it's like a simulated game. So the, the what happens necessarily isn't important, but some of the quick little, you know, uh, I guess snapshots from it was um, Andrew Haney versus Shohei Ohtani, which I think the fact that o- Ohtani was just on the mound in general was pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Ohtani's first serious, like competitive pitches um since it's Tommy John in 18 yeah. and uh yeah. you know you know you have a you have a a coach in the back uh calling balls and strikes so right. we never really know how and, that works out as far yeah. as Otani walked a bunch of guys but it's hard to tell if the he was way off if he was missing a corner if it was an actual ump would he got a strike call so that's something that I don't and, really worry yeah. about
0: like you said, you got to take into consideration this guy's in pitch since 2018, the last time he pitched on the mound. So, competitively, obviously, oh, yeah. throwing him in the bullpen is a lot different from throwing to somebody. But uh, unofficial stats, this comes from Trent Rush and Red Bollinger. 50 pitches, 15 strikes, one earned run. The eight walks, I think, like you said, maybe you can attribute that to maybe he's trying to touch a corner. Rust, maybe he's not getting or, the corner, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, One strike. I only gave up one hit. Um, He hit one, and then he had six wild pitches. But, again, hasn't been on the mound. You know, you're throwing to somebody. You know, your your velocity. And you're doing it for a
1: reason. You're not doing it just to kind of get loose. You're not doing it just to, um, you know, warm up. You're you're doing it for a competitive reason. And, again, first time he's done anything kind of competitive pitching-wise since Tommy John in 18. And even if this season was normal, if you see Shohei struggle, I think that's not the oddest thing in the world because I think he would have struggled this year anyways just because of the fact that, like again, he's had Tommy John. He's been off for a year. Now he's working back from it.
0: Yeah, and throwing that splitter for the first time competitively to somebody, you're probably going to spike it in the ground a lot. So uh, wild pitches are going to happen. Uh, so I'm not too concerned with the outing now the first time he's been out i probably won't be concerned for the next time that he throws like that but if it starts to become a problem then obviously we have something on our hands but i'm not looking at it as a problem right now it's just him working out the rust trying to you know get back into that competitive mode again when you're on the mound in the bullpen uh, you're not throwing thing. anybody you're just you're just tossing the ball you just you just want to see how your arm's feeling especially a guy coming back from tommy john but competitive action a whole lot different
1: oh yeah definitely and and to, you know, when you get some of the numbers, you know, Brian Goodwin had a two-run home run. Fletcher had two hits. Um, that's cool, but at the same time, same thing. You don't know if that necessarily if that's – these guys are on their game or maybe the pitchers are struggling a little bit or if, you know, pitchers are just trying to work on getting stuff over to play and the guys are taking advantage of it. You know, it, it's cool to see these guys out there. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad to see them out there because I guess that means it's going forward. They're moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I – you know you kind of take everything with a grain of salt like i said knocking off the rush trying to get back into some kind of baseball shape with such a small camp going on right now uh that's kind of what you need you need these guys to kind of get into somewhat of baseball shape uh because the season's right around the corner
0: yeah it's all about them just getting ready and again you talked about the guys hitting home runs again even today they had their second uh scrimmage game or inter squad game and you had home runs by Stassi and Fletcher today. Fletcher, Stasi. So um,
1: I think the starting pitchers was Canning and, and Bundy. Bundy. Um, so again, you know, it's cool to see the, the, these names out there because, like, and you know, when we go to spring training, the first handful of days of spring training, you don't really don't see these big dudes yet. You know, the the major league guys. Now you're seeing them right away, and right. It's, as fans, it's cool to just see them out there pitching. And like I said, you know, they get done, they get their work in, and as long as nothing comes out medically after the fact like you know so and so felt a, a pinch in his you know abdomen or so and so felt something in his elbow as long as you don't hear any of that stuff right. uh it's a good outing regardless of what the numbers may or may not show
0: exactly all right so um moving on from that let's talk about let's talk about the covid situation the testing stuff
1: yeah so yes. <laughs> i kind of like, like i was uh talking about earlier uh the the covid testing and and all that stuff kind of took a little snag yeah. over this last 4th yeah. of July holiday, obviously. So hopefully everyone's safe and, and uh, you know, didn't blow anything off during 4th of July. But with that kind of came the hiccup of getting these tests to and from and the results back. And even to the point with, I think, with the Angels getting the testers yeah to the stadium on, I think, Saturday or Sunday. Um, you know, that was a big deal. And even some of the other teams just canceled work out together like I think the Nationals did I think the A's did um, but yeah you know with for this to work you need those testing you know regimens those testing schedules to work out and work out uh, perfectly uh,
0: if you really are serious about getting the season started and more importantly finishing especially to us angel fans who earlier in the week you know we the quote of mike trout talking about him being a little hesitant with having a wife who's pregnant and about to give birth to their child it sounded more like mike was concerned about not being there for the for the you know the d- delivery and the birth of the child which is 100 percent i get it uh, but it's it, when something like this with, with the testing gets so screwed up to where to the point where Dude, if Mike, like, if I'm Mike Trout, and I had concerns already,
1: you don't do anything to make it better. Yeah. You're not yeah. making
0: it better. So us Angel fans, I can't speak for everybody, but me myself, I was like, come on, come on, Major League Baseball, yeah, do, do better.
1: Do yeah, yeah, and and to you know, Rob Manford, and and this is where I think Rob Manford makes mistakes. It's like the GM of the Nationals came out and was really critical of MLB, saying, "Hey, you know, these guys are trusting you." You know, I'm paraphrasing, but these guys are trusting you and you're dropping the ball with the testing mm-hmm. for the most part. And it made it public. It made it really public. And I guess it came back later that Manfred talked to him and he kind of laid down some <laughs> stuff on him. Um, but no, like, and again, what Manfred, I think, should have done is the fact that he should have kind of, yeah, you're right. We messed up. We're going to make it better. Instead of trying to be like, don't say this about baseball. It's like, no, dude, Like, I think a lot of people are okay when you admit your mistakes as long as you're working towards fixing them yeah when it looks like you're trying to cover you know this up then that's when it looks really bad and i think that's where manford kind of um messed up with this whole again a lot of public uh opinion with baseball going back to the negotiations like he can't afford to be messing up like this a lot
0: yeah no, i know absolutely like when it comes down to player safety and player protocol when it comes to covet testing they should have this 100 ready to go and you shouldn't have mistakes like this so they released a statement saying it's not going to happen again. It was due to the Fourth of July and and Madden and stuff even like said that. too. Madden
1: so. came out I think after the fact and he was confident that that was true. Like he feels confident that there's not going to be more hiccups. Yeah. There's not going to be any more um, issues with that. And again, if MLB is serious about getting the season right. started and getting the season finished, they they need to tighten that up and they yeah. can't have another. You know, I think Doolittle was saying he he did like an interview Sunday and he said you know I did a test on Thursday. And I'm still waiting for the results from that test. And now they gave, you know, so, you, you know, if you're going to have guys test like every other day, then
0: you need these results back just as quick. I agree with Joe Madden where I, I feel like baseball will, um, we'll get it right from now. And I think, I think, you know, they got a lot of negative feedback on this. And oh, they don't they, need this they got happening ton. again. Yeah, they got tons. of They don't need that. this happening again, especially with the way they're coming back. You know, basketball's coming back in a bubble MLS is doing the same thing, coming back in a bubble. I feel I think hockey is trying to do something like very a hub similar. Cities, there's like two right. bubbles, kind of. Deal. So, yeah. baseball's not. They're kind of letting them police themselves. So if they're going to do this, they have to be on top of everything. And I think I think honestly, do I do kind of believe that whole Fourth of July thing where you have to trust these people who work for these labs just to come into work or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I, don't they, they, you know,
1: but you just kind of hope that they
0: have know, a plan B. You
1: no, know, or not even a plan B, but like going into it like you realize like fourth of july didn't sneak up on anything no, like absolutely it's not, on the calendar no, yeah, every yeah, agree, year yeah. it's, it's kind of
0: like hey i should know you this is going to happen hey i
1: know you guys usually are off on the third and the fourth but hey we really need this to work so we're willing to pay extra for you guys to get this stuff done and it's not like they don't have the money to pay for right, it right and it seems like that conversation never happened it's like oh the fourth of july happened this week and oh we weren't prepared and that's i think that's another thing where it's like hey uh you guys should have really been prepared for this and it didn't
0: happen right absolutely i agree so with that transition players opting out right how do you feel about players opting out what's your position on them opting out uh you know you, you had a guy like price who opted right. out right so i think i think price is probably the probably the biggest name right well, he, zimmerman
1: well i guess contributor like zimmerman i think name and same thing with felix hernandez name but contributing this year i'm not sure but you have people like felix hernandez uh, Nick Marcakis, David Price, Ryan Zimmerman are kind of the, the top names that come to mind. But, you know, everyone kind of has to make their own decision. And I'm, you know, and with the Nick Marcakis one uh, specifically, Freddie Freeman had tested positive And yeah. unlike a lot of the baseball players who are asymptomatic, Freeman was feeling it. And I think to a point, um, at least last I heard on on Tuesday, he was still feeling it. And that, for the most part, scared uh, Nick Marcakis, and that's the reason why he. Yeah, he was yeah, already, yeah, already kind of on the fence, and, and and talking to him about it, he kind of like, All right, good. It uh, 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 gives me the answer I needed and, and bounced. I, I, I'm not, you know, I don't blame these guys. I don't fault him. I don't think they're running away or I don't think they're um, abandoning their team. Like, I don't think that at all. Like, you know, everyone has to make their own decision for themselves. And in the case of like David Price, where I think I saw something where. He's gonna, he was scheduled to make like eleven point three or eleven point four million dollars this year, and and I, if you're willing to walk away from that, um, then good on you. You know, what I mean, then that, that kind of shows that you you are taking it serious. It's not like, well, I'm only going to make five you know five hundred thousand. You know, I can walk away, no big deal. Like, no, you're mm-hmm. walking from big money, and 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 so um, it doesn't affect. me done. Obviously, when the Angels play the Dodgers, you, you kind of want the Dodgers to be at their, at least I do. When you beat a team, you want them at right. their best. You don't want the fans or your buddies coming to, whoa, it's because we didn't have so-and-so or so-and-so didn't right. play. Like, you want to see them at their best, but, um, you know, it kind of sucks that he's not playing and then they traded for him, yeah. I guess, is the, is the, I can see where Dodger fans are yeah. kind of upset about, but yeah. I, I mean, I can't fault any of these guys for for opting out, whatever the reason is, whether it's family or whether it's just kind of personal.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I feel like that's something that whether it's family related or they're just really afraid of catching the virus. I look, dude, it is what it is. No one wants to get sick for the most part. I think professional athlete like them, they'll overcome it. Um, maybe the fatality rate in somebody that healthy isn't as large as somebody who's, you know, ha- has underlying conditions, but still no one wants to get sick. No one wants to get the flu. No one wants to have this. And then, you know, being in a situation where you can hand it off to your family, your kids that that, that, it's like icing on the cake for guys to say, no, I'm not going to come and play. Mike Trout's situation, I understand it 100%. You know, If he tests positive, he, he has to be quarantined for 14 days, and in those 14 days, his son can be born. So I think he's more concerned reaching that, reaching that point of when they have the child. I think from what I hear from Mike Trout, I think he's just more concerned about, I just want to be there for when he's born. I don't want to miss that special moment, and I get it. I don't think he's so much concerned about like, oh, I'm going to get sick. To me, it feels like, he wants to be there. He needs to be there for his wife when his child is born. And I get it 100%. So if he does decide to opt out after his son is born because, you know, obviously there's a bond there, you know, he wants to be there. Yeah, I, I get mean, it 100%. It's, it's, I mean, I he was it.
1: already going to miss that. If, if this was a to- totally regular season. Yeah, he would have
0: missed those two weeks or three missed, weeks. Yeah, he yeah. would have missed a chunk, a, of,
1: a, a chunk of that season anyways because of it. And, again, it being your first child, again, you know, Trout – the reason why people love him so much, not only is way he does on the baseball field, but who he is as far as a family man and and kind of like that small town kind of guy. Well, this fits exactly with who he is, and and if you have a fault with that, then you don't realize who he is. And I don't understand. Like this is not a shock. Like when this oh, no. when this news came out that he was a that they were pregnant, and they were expecting a kid, and you saw the kind of like you can do the math. Like oh. Is gonna, they're going to have the baby during baseball season. If you didn't think he was already going to miss some kind of time for that baby, I, I, you know, I I would be surprised. Like he's going to miss a time. I think with him, I can't see him opting out right away. I don't think he's going to opt out right away because he does want to play. But if, if there's a sudden outbreak of guys on the baseball, on the um, angels that all of a sudden pop up and have it and like four or five guys have it, I can see him opting out and say, yay this is hitting really close to home. I got to get out. Or, you know, once that baby's here and whatever, say there's three weeks left, well, he's probably going to want to chill with the baby, like you said, maybe two weeks and then come back for a week. Yeah. yeah unless, unless the Angels are in the in the middle of a, a serious kind of playoff run, I don't see it. So, um, you know, obviously you just hope for the baby's health and, and that he's there to enjoy it, but I can't see – you know, I, I don't understand people giving him a hard time, or I can't understand why people would want to give him a hard time when it's something like this where you would think universally it's understandable that, A, a dad wants to see his firstborn born. You know what I mean? Like I Because he makes
0: $430 million. Uh, uh. And, he want, and he's,
1: he's responsible for my happiness, and <laughs> he can't have his own because I'm not happy. Yeah. He's just
0: being a little b- – yeah. So with that being said. All right. Uh, we got more stuff to get into, including a special segment of our show. That's making its return?
1: Well, it was kind of here last week. You just did it kind of differently. So, you know, it's all
0: good. Yeah. So um, we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break.
1: One thing real quick to, uh, just to catch up on some things. And we're not used to this because we haven't done it forever. But some, uh, injury updates.
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
1: Um, and I don't know how. And it's the, the, the injury updates are one thing because. They're not saying what it is, so they're not saying if it's COVID-related or if they're not saying if it's just because, hey, so-and-so is is got hurt or so-and-so is injured or, you know, actually injured. So um, we got Hulo Tehran on the 10-day DL, but he that one's kind of weird. A Colombian um, news source said he tested positive, mm-hmm. um, but now it looks like he might rejoin the team this weekend but the Angels never confirmed that it was a positive test. So right. it's kind of like, I guess you kind of have to think, okay, a Colombian news source put it out there. If you trust it, great. If not, kind of understandable. But the Angels never confirmed it. But then again, I don't know if the Angels can actually confirm it.
0: Yeah, I think it has to be done through like... Uh, His people. Yeah. Or him, yeah. That, and I think if it's a Colombian news source, like, okay, how come no other major league, you know, or... or American news site or something to me, it, I'm led to believe that the testing was probably done in a different country right. or somewhere else. So it wasn't through major league baseball or the angels. So in order for the angels to say, yeah, he, he tested positive, it has to come through a major league baseball. Yeah.
1: I, test. I, I Yeah. And that could be it too. Maybe yeah. you don't trust the testing right. process. Exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of up in the air, but Madden did say today on Wednesday night that they did expect him to report, uh, this weekend, and so we'll keep an eye out and, and see how that goes. Um, Jose Suarez, 10-day DL, again, no reason. Luis Ranjifo, 10-day DL, again, no reason. Um, Dylan Peters, 10-day DL, but they did say coming into uh, the camp, I think he had a oblique mm-hmm. injury, so yes. it's, I guess that's safe to say that's the reason why he's on a right. 10-day DL. But like I said, the other guys... Or even to like a like a Brandon Marsh and a um, another pitcher got put on the ten day DL today. But again, no reason. So that's kind of weird how they don't they're not really gonna say why. And I think that's something you might have to get used to this year because of the COVID tests, and you don't want to put you. I don't think they can put all that stuff out there without them maybe doing it themselves. So it's something to keep a look out for, but something to um, I wouldn't be too worried about it, especially if like I said, like if Julio Tehran comes Saturday and is able to start maybe he doesn't start the season with the team but you know maybe a week or two in he he um gets back into the rotation
0: yeah absolutely so yeah i mean any injury at this point is it's can set you back
1: well uh, the bad, the worst thing is if you miss a week of the season i mean now you're
0: really yeah, you're, now you're taking a big chunk out yeah you're screwed so even if julio were to come back this weekend he's already a week behind getting ready so right. that pushes him back to where maybe he the angels look to put him maybe that's towards the back end of a rotation. Who knows? But with that being said, we're going to take a quick commercial break when we come back from the other side of the break. A segment of our show that is back. We'll talk about the schedule because it got released, guys, and I know you saw it. And then we'll talk about... Answer Answer questions, yep. So um, we'll take a quick commercial break and we'll be back on the other side. Hijo de su chingada madre. Ay, wey. Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. Man, start taking notes because Manscaped accents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Longword 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third-generation trimmer featuring advanced skin-safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved Lawn Mower 3.0. Guys, I had the 2.0 and I didn't think it could get any better, but this one's better. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower one of the coolest features is the LED light that illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about the Lawnmower 3.0. It has changed their life. They even included pics so I could see the smoothness for myself and they're not kidding. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. Your balls will thank you.
1: There's no shortage of action going on with our partner over at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play and Ben Online has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? Ben Online has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers and check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts.
0: What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groomed Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did, and check out www.groomgoon.com. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m.
2: and gentlemen this is another edition of the curators chronicle this is chris johnson the curator coming to you with some angels history memorabilia and anything of that sort uh this segment started with uh, kind of like a this day in angels history um but uh with last week we kind of we kind of went off the you know from that and kind of evolved and so um obviously this day in angels history what was the year 2011 yes 2011, Mike Trout made his MLB <laughs> debut. We all know what worthy. happened after that. We're not worthy. Exactly. I used to have dreams at night. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, please, like, let nothing happen to this guy. It was like one of those things. Like, I can't believe our franchise actually has, has someone, someone cool. like this. He ain't that good. Please, please, he ain't don't that. let. He ain't all that. Please don't let something tragic happen to this dude. Nah. I know that
1: sounds very morbid. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> but with our luck, you know, you, you, eight you know time, the Angels, right? eight-time All-Star, three-time MVP, uh, seven-time Silver Slugger yeah. Award. You know, you
2: know, Anaheim Stadium was Art. built upon Indian Barrel Ground. Hey,
1: what, what? Okay, real <laughs> quick, I don't want to change subject. But what if they? Okay, well, uh, let's say they build a new stadium. Is it the stadium that Trout built?
0: Yes, I think it's too late though. What? Because he
1: like the stadium will be built. But no, but but he's the reason that they got, they got it. Why yeah. they got like the influx of money and yeah? All do that they stuff. do they
2: build the new stadium if Shot was never on the team? True. I don't. I, know. Guess, yeah, I guess I guess you're know. right. It's a good. It's a good point there. I, I like that. Right. Let's make a shirt. <laughs> all right, we'll put on a shirt tomorrow. All right. Um, so with this week's curator chronicles, so let's get back to you know. Me- meanwhile, back on the farm, um, it's all about. Chris. I brought I brought a brown bag. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure you were born in the 80s. What, do you got a 40 in there? No. <laughs> that's what the, I know. You guys thought I had a 40 in yeah. there. You guys were born in the 80s. I don't know about when you went to school. Barely. Barely whatever. John
1: was. Yeah.
2: 81? Uh, yeah, 81. 82. 81. Um, you used to do a little thing in school called show and tell. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Do you have that right? That was yeah, yeah. something I love, especially okay. being someone who is a purveyor of fine goods I, I, used to, I used to like just like doing that. And then that thing, I think that's disappeared from the school culture for good reason. Kids are crazy. No Who brain. knows what they're going to bring? <laughs> crazy. They're going to bring crazy. some wild card, yeah. like, you know, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. with guns in school. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Right. Who knows what what's coming out of that bag? But I used to, you know, kids used to guess, right? You put a, like the letter on the outside of the bag and you're like, oh, is that an apple or whatever it may be? Right. <laughs> an aardvark. Well, anyways, we have a bag with a question mark
1: with the halo on top and that I just
2: put together right before this show. And
1: for your podcast listeners, we are also on Facebook Live yeah, right so, now. So, yeah. so if you're on Facebook Live, you can totally see it. If you're not, go there and you can watch the replay. You can watch it later and see You can watch what it later, it. exactly. Yeah,
2: and, and I meant, I just, I know, this came to me like probably 30 minutes before I got here. Wow, so. I'm so glad you're doing I'm prep work. So, uh, I'm so know, glad <laughs> you're doing prep work. <laughs> you know, I'm so glad I had a brown bag in my <laughs> <kitchen>. <laughs> So I threw something in the bag. John and Daniel have no idea what's in this bag. We thought it was a 40. Yeah, uh, we they long. thought it was a forty. I guess that's uh, you know a knock on my own you know personality or whatever they just assumed. <laughs> um, but I put a piece of Angel's memorabilia in here. I couldn't find what I really wanted to bring, but I thought maybe this might be a you know a new segment on the show. Okay, um, if you want bag? to sponsor this segment, I don't think this segment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think this segment has a sponsor. So, Curious is brought the, to you by. Yeah, come yeah, on, we, w- can, we can make a shirt. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, so, any guesses? Can I can I hold it can I see yeah, the you weight? can hold
0: it I have no idea um it's, it's long <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> I'll, say, I'll, I'll say a like uh, some kind of figure a I don't figure
1: know. a figure is it is it I don't want to open it but is it fragile? It feels like a dispenser of some
0: sort. Ooh, a dispenser a good, of some good, sort. I like hey, that.
1: Not too bad, right?
0: It's uh, that um, toothpaste thing you, you said. A toothpaste a, thingy. Whatever you what said. What are you talking about? Didn't just say you bought a toothpaste? What, what did he say he bought last week? I don't remember. He, he buys a lot, lot of, of dispensers. Here. I buy <laughs> stuff every day. He
1: buys he, one day last week. Some <laughs> if you're, 1961 Wrigley on
0: Field yeah. thing, you said.
2: Mm, maybe. Maybe. Um, Yeah, like this this lame shirt that I'm wearing. If you're on Facebook Live, I bought this Rally Monkey shirt. They made some quirky stuff back uh, right around the 2002 World Series. But anyways, getting back to this, um, it's kind of weird the things that go through the marketing side even way back when – um, like, hey, let's make this and sell it as a souvenir. I've always been fascinated with that. And, you know, you've run across some weird oh, yeah. promos. Yeah. Like, you know, think of some of the giveaways over the last, like, 15 years. What's something, John, even, that comes to your mind that's just, like, super wacky? Really. It's like, what went into the mindset wow. <laughs> of the executives or the promotion person? Like, hey, yeah. let's do that. Let's so, make 40 40- four thousand right. of them
0: so i don't this isn't 15 years it's older than 15 years ago but i went to this game. i had like four of them and me being a freaking angels geeky nerd kid that you know whatever um <laughs> we know yeah you don't have to explain um, i actually used it but what the what like
1: you look it's like one of those things you look back like what was yeah. i thinking but <laughs> you
0: remember chris um I, it was like a you pull it you put it around your neck and it was like a tube and it was to put your stuff in when you went swimming and it was an angel's... Um,
1: <laughs> was it like one of those things you put money
0: in? Yeah, you like, it, 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 was like, it was like a tube. It yeah, was yeah probably I know what you about, a, yeah. A, little, no, bit, a, a little, little bit smaller than a toothpaste-like thing. What? And it, just, and it came apart. Yeah, it, it screwed on top, yeah. you put money or you put your stuff in there. Oh, it was cook, plastic, too. It. it was plastic. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. it go around your neck? And it went yeah, around yeah. your neck. And oh, yeah, yeah. You went swimming. Yeah, like four or five of them. They probably had my mom's house. Yeah,
2: it was like a 90s... That was a 90s starter pack.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm that, they Why made a yeah. fanny pack. Oh, if yeah, Chris loves his fanny anyone, pack. If anyone's seen them
1: around Angel Stadium yeah. or even, oh, yeah. Can't be more so than anything else. Chris loves his fanny but oh, pack. But at least a so fanny pack. pack
0: at the time was like in thing. Who thought of, like, oh, let's use tube. a swimming device and the kids Ugh. can go swing I forgot about that too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I have one. It's yeah, but someone thought that was a good idea. Right, and they made a bunch of them.
2: Some other things that come out throughout the years. Um, more recently, like the Rally Monkey soap pump, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, let's put that in my bathroom, here, right? We yeah. put a little Rally Monkey on it. Right. Coin bank. They made a they Rally Monkey coin bank. That was kind of a little weird.
0: The little hula girl Angelita. The who, Hula girl. Halo lones, fan. Halo, Halo fan, fan.
2: Kind of some weird promotions. Right. The item that's in this bag. There
1: we go. Let's get there. We go. Get I know payoff. you guys are all wondering. Let's, let's right?
2: get to the payoff. Yeah. This is why you watch Facebook Live. Um This wasn't a promo item. This was sold at the stadium. I was so, right. Not at Angel Stadium, though. Wrigley film. Either Wrigley or Dodger Stadium. Chavez this Ricky. is something, as a kid, you might uh clean yourself with.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
2: And John, you've seen this. Daniel, you've seen this. I have right. actually... There's actually... I have I've two seen a lot actual less actual of you guys. Of.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: This is what... Uh, Oh, this is the like LA Angels. Little shamp- shampoo. Little uh, shampoo conditioner, soap dispenser, ba- oh no, it's bath wash.
1: We are at so, minute mark oh, bubble, twenty-seven. You got a bubble bath on Facebook Live. So if you're on the fa- is if there you're bubble on,
0: bath in there? if you're on the podcast,
1: okay. fast forward to the twenty-eighth minute and then you can <sighs> see it.
0: it. Smells old. Yeah. Smells old. Dude, this is cool.
2: Yeah, so um, you know, to make it actually cooler. I actually found the actual um, kind of, like, price guide or wow. insert within a program that actually shows that, like, being offered. Really? And it was, like, you know, of course, like, a dollar or something like that. But, hey, you go to the stadium. Let's roll home with some bubble bath.
1: Right. And, Why not? And
2: I don't know if, you, John, if you – when you play baseball, if you're superstitious at all.
0: Oh, yeah, you, you would.
2: Daniel played football, superstition. I was I – was, like strictly oh, yeah, superstitious. And, and it has
0: the LA part
2: on the hat too, which is cool. Yeah. With the halo on top. Very detailed. Ha- um, I found one at the swap yeah. meet. The, this isn't the one I found with the swap meat. The, the head, you know, the hat's like in bad shape. This one I actually bought on eBay. But I remember I used to like, I used to use this Major League Baseball. It was like, it was like uh soap wash that was like in a glove I had to use it before every game so I had good luck so I can you know get some base knocks but um yeah just kind of a quirky item that I thought uh, let me
0: read the bottom of this thing here it says um Stephen Riley company Los Angeles 16 California ball player fun bath 40 baths directions pour one or two uh caplets of of ball player fun bath and tub turned on water full force for best results <laughs> just in wow.
1: case just in case no one knew how to do bubble bath
0: yeah exactly what i like about it is if you look at the la it has a the, the la angels from the it has the
1: pcl logo the
0: pcl logo but but it's not pcl but it's not pcl because the halo on top didn't come around mm-hmm. until the actual mlb so you can tell they probably sold this as a LAPCL thing and then
1: oh crap we have extra ones put a halo put the
0: halo on top before before they Mm -hmm. actually sold it because this is actually angels angels because of the halo and the angels and across the chest that's that's the angels it's a weird piece so yeah for sure this was probably sold even before that and then they threw just a new hat on them and a new thing it's pretty cool different Wow,
1: so we have a Curators Chronicles and a Show and Tell all in one.
0: Let's go! Batter up! We're taking the afternoon off. It's a beautiful day for a ball game. For a ball
1: game, So As Chris exits stage uh, right. 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 So, obviously, uh, a fan favorite when it comes to the podcast we always get a lot of uh positive feedback from that one thing i feel like a newsbreaker right now but not really um we talked about a little bit earlier about how vague some of these injury reports are um you know and obviously a lot of people when the first thing when people get put on these il's and there's not a reason why i think a lot of people's first initial um thought is COVID and, and all that stuff, but I can confirm that Brandon Marsh does not have COVID. He just texted me back during the yeah. um, Carrier's Chronicles, so yeah, I know. Right? I feel special.
0: Um, he does not have
1: COVID. He does not. He says he's good. He, he was negative yesterday, so okay. there you go. So, moving on. <laughs> I, feel, I feel special. Um, the schedule. MLB yes. schedule, 60-game schedule has come out, was released on Tuesday night. Um, so to kind of start off, I, I, I'm going to put some stuff that I've noticed on there, then we can go kind of around the room and see if, what you guys think about it. But obviously the there's going to be like three, you can't even call them spring training games, I guess preseason games.
0: Exhibition games. Exhibition
1: games, yeah. You have one uh, at San Diego, one at LA, and then the last one before the actual season starts, home against San Diego. So it's pretty cool to see. Uh, if you're used to this how the season works usually the Angels play the the Dodgers in their exhibition games before the season starts but it's cool to get San Diego in there for a little bit but um, another thing that kind of sucks and we'll start here <laughs> stop me when this f- sounds familiar the Angels will open up the season
0: in Oakland Oakland God dude I mean we jokingly said watch him ha- watch it happen again and it did uh, I'm just kind of can you just at least give us something different Uh, you know if
1: you want and this is my thing like Seattle if you, if you at you least if want I Oakland care. to open up the season every year at yeah. home that's cool but why put the Angels there like you know what I mean it, it would have been really hard to you know you're, you're playing San Diego already why not Start them down in San Diego. Make it something
0: different. Or, just like, the, or the Dodgers.
2: We also haven't been home on opening day for, like, almost four years now.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. This is, so this they is, used
2: to rotate. Like, you used to have the
1: home opener
2: opening day, but so why is, not open at home against Oakland?
1: So this is this is from Matt Birch's Twitter account, and he's uh, in the PR department with the Angels. Um, he said Angels would become the first team to start four straight seasons in the same road ballpark. Ugh.
2: So you're saying we have a
1: record. Yeah, probably not a record you want, uh, but a record uh,
0: nonetheless. Especially since I've watched, I think, three of the last four with you guys, and they've lost every single one.
1: Which kind of brings us to to the next point. We'll talk on this. Maybe we can uh, expand on it later. Uh, We'll all be together. What do you guys want us to – do you guys want us to live stream it? Do you guys want us to do like a podcast leading up to it? Let us know. Trying to figure out what to do for opening day since we can't actually be there.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're gonna to get together, watch it. Um I'm down for whatever. But
1: live stream, podcast before I just, wish, I just wish it
0: wasn't in Oakland.
1: I don't even care if they played uh, Oakland, as long as it was like an Angel Stadium, and I guess this year it doesn't really like someone's like, Well it doesn't matter, there's not fans. I'm like, it's gonna matter if you're in the ninth inning and Oakland's has his last up. Yeah. That's
0: when it's gonna matter. They win off they win on, on their last at bat, you know. Just sucks. Um change of scenery would have been nice but you know obviously that didn't work out <laughs> no it didn't
1: so from there obviously like we mentioned before I think on the last podcast you're playing the NL West during this season so the AOS West NL West are playing each other the NL East NL or AL AL, AL NL East are playing each other NL AL Central are playing each other so um, obviously with the Dodgers being the main rival in this in our uh, series, they are playing the Dodgers three times. Um, the first time is August 14th through the 16th at Angel Stadium. But the second time they play the Dodgers is September 25th through the 27th. That's the last series yeah, of the season. I saw that. And how cool would it be? And. For the longest time, my biggest argument with the quote-unquote rivalry between the Angels is that they never play when it matters. Right. They're always kind of sandwiched in the middle of the season. And, yeah, you can say, well, a loss here or a win here means something. But, I mean, to have it at that last series of the year where if the Angels are competing, that's
0: going to be really awesome to see. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers can, you know, let's say where... Struggling to try to get into that final spot, and the Dodgers take two out of three and knock us out. Then uh, that does a lot for the rivalry. Obviously, I mean these games at the end of the season, whether you like to say it or not, they do mean more. And and you, you, you're going into the last game of last three games of the season, having to have to you know win two out of three, and then you don't. You get knocked out by a team, especially the Dodgers. I could that can. That can that can really do a lot for the rivalry, or vice versa. You never know. The Dodgers can start off really slow, and they need to win their last couple of games. And the Angels go in there and and ruin some some dreams of theirs. And uh, to me, it's it just adds more to the rivalry. Oh, the rivalry yeah. now it makes
1: it seems it makes it actually seem pretty legit.
0: Yeah, because right now it it really it's, it's whatever. Yeah, it's just the closeness of how you know how close we are to them, and and they had they had, again like like you said, they haven't played games that actually mean that much. There's no, the Angels never knocked him out of a playoff berth and vice versa. It hasn't happened. So I'm excited. I'm excited for that.
1: Is there anything in the season that kind of, how they formatted the season? Has anything pop out to you?
0: Not really. I mean, not knowing that they were going to play, you know, the Astros a lot, the Rangers a lot, the the Mariners a lot. You know, you see a lot of Houston, you see a lot of Seattle, Texas in there. Um, So no, not really. Um, Nothing really sticks out to me, obviously, just because of the fact that, they had to fit in all these games the way it is. I do see it as a bit of a tough schedule for the Angels. You know, when you look at other divisions, maybe like the East for the Yankees is very. Eh, the Yankees well, the
1: Central. And, I think it might be the was easiest. it the Central. The that cent- was the Central. the Central. Yeah, the White the Sox
0: and I mean, because those teams are going to beat up on the Tigers, right. Royals. That's what you're right. I think it was a, it was those the, are going to um, be. The, uh, but you, the Angels and I mean, if you look at the American League West, man, you you got teams who they're not terrible. Right. The worst team in the league division is not bad.
1: Well, and the same thing if you so, go like, like I said that we play the NL. Um, so you get the Dodgers, you got the Diamondbacks are always a pretty pretty, pretty decent good team. Um, you know, you never know what's going to happen with the Padres. Padres are Padres are always that young team for the last couple of years that they're waiting for them to kind of pop and explode onto the onto the onto the. Onto the uh, you know, making a contender out of them, right? And if this is the year, then that makes it even harder. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how that how yeah. that team kind of develops. Through and the then with the season. Rockies,
0: you know, in Colorado, so you're going to Colorado where the ball jumps off the bat a little bit more. You know, so I mean, it's it, to me, it's a little bit of a tough schedule. Arizona
1: but, got bum right?
0: And, yeah. but a bit bit of a tough schedule. So that that kind of stands out to me more than anything. Where you know, no game is a gimme now. You know, right? Yeah, exactly. Because you know, when you played the tigers or the or the royals or the orioles I mean, maybe you're like oh we got a good chance now it's just like we right. got to go in there ready 60 games you can't afford to lose one so oh, yeah so it's the, gonna be a sprint
1: With the dodgers playing six games with the angels um they kind of had to make little adjustments to the nl part of their schedule so um, you're only gonna see the arizona once that's at Angel Stadium, the 15th through the 17th. And you're only going to see the Rockies once. And like you mentioned, it's going to be in Colorado. That's September uh, 11th through the 13th. And and it's going to be really interesting to see Mike Trout and Otani and those guys in Coors Field. And especially if one of those days where Otani is is DHing and he takes BP, uh, where that ball is going to end up.
0: Right. And what do you think about the ovation that Cole Calhoun's going to get when he comes back? Oh,
1: Yeah, well, what, what do you – Okay. So if you guys haven't seen on the first interleague game that was on Tuesday, there was no piped in sound. And then it right. looks like according to Jeff Fletcher of the OC register, his Twitter account, that they did put some kind of crowd noise into today's Wednesday's, um, inter squad, you know, scrimmage or whatever you want to call it. What do you think about the whole noise thing? Uh,
0: I was talking to you off the, off the air. I like, am a little indifferent to it. Like, I understand why they would do it. You know, they want to give that ambiance. But again, everybody knows that there's no fans in the in crowd, so we're listening to piped-in sound. So, But I get it. I, they're trying to, to create that, that ambiance of, of people being there. But at the same time, you know, I kind of want to hear nothing. I kind of want to see how the game is played with no sound. I want
1: them to have two different tracks. I want them to have, like, the cheers and all that stuff when the Angel's on. And I want them to, like, switch in between innings and you hear nothing but boos when, like, right. the other team comes on. Like, How about when it, they play the if Astros? It's, if it's the same kind of the whole way through them like oh well that's not realistic like yeah well you think people are gonna be nice to the astros when they come into town like they're i want some like hardcore booze like and loud when they come up because otherwise it's just kind of like well that doesn't make it feel realistic at all
0: yeah absolutely creator. what do you think about the piped in noise can
2: you imagine all the profanity you're gonna hear
1: no dude because they're gonna they already said they're gonna play With it on tape a delay? On, on a like a five yeah, second delay just for be, that one it's reason it's gonna be rough dude that would be so awesome like Honestly, if you, if MLB TV came out and said, hey, we'll give you a straight uncut kind live, of fee. live fee Gosh. for whatever, let's say 200 bucks for the season. Like I might seriously might
2: I don't know. Jeez, um, especially like Dodgers, Astros, like I'm signing up for that, man.
1: Just to hear that's the, gonna be good. You put a mic on each on each base, so you always see these guys talking on one. Yeah, we on need debates. to mic
2: up these players, just like the NFL, like Monday Night Football, mic'd up. But
1: even then, too, that is so washed down because they only play it. You know, they're mic'd up for the whole game. yeah. And then you get, like, a 20-second snippet at the end of the game. And it's, like, it's always the same thing. Come on, guys. Come on, on, guys. We We could do it. Oh, we scored. Oh, look at that. You know, it's never, like, dude had a temper tantrum. Dude, that's never going to be played.
2: No. But did you see how the Rockies are pledging to have fans in the stadium?
1: Well, Texas, I think, said that, too. They're they're, they're hoping to get, like,
2: 30% at some point. Yeah, but the Rockies put out something that they're going to have fans, and then... You know we're playing them, so. I mean, do you yeah. do you roll out to Colorado just to catch a game? I I just don't I see don't, that happening. I don't think. That, I don't. I don't think fans happen at no. all. No, I don't think we be there. Any teams? I don't
1: think, teams, so. I don't, and I think that's. Though. And honestly, that's a lot of the questions on our social media. That people, will, yeah, uh,
0: do you, fans are gonna be there. Fans are gonna be like, no, no I, think I don't pretty know. much Slide that at out. all. like just might as well. just If say they can no. get
2: through the season, that'll be a miracle.
0: Yeah.
1: Or, or, like, when, uh, I'm still, I'm still when you like, guys got catfished with the... And I don't know why the hell they did it. It was so stupid. CBS News, they're online. Oh, like, yeah, Aw. it
0: clickbaited us.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, where it's like, oh, yeah. you could be at the season opener. It's like, they purposely put it out there for Angel fans, and it was like, oh, 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 And it's like, we princess in Oakland. It's in like, Oakland. well, why the hell would I want to cut out in Oakland? I'm get one. Shut up. Are you really? No, I'm joking. I want to say. I would so I'd have one. to drive
2: up to Oakland and to pick get it up. After
1: They the said, like, season. oh, you can pick it up after the season. I'm like, yeah. why do I care? Why do I want nah, cut to cut up the season?
0: I've been there. Done that. I would pay for one at Angel Stadium. Yeah, you know they're going to you,
1: you know they they're going to They need to hurry up and put it out there.
0: They need to do it right now. Yeah, I, I, I'd pay 89 bucks. but especially while well, yeah, Angel's charging more. What, event, what's
2: my best picture I can
0: submit? Right, The one that you took? Which one for fan of the year or whatever?
1: OC the Register Bullet? was it? OC yeah. Register? That you oh, Molly Mullet. Was that was that OC Register? You did that?
2: That was like a decade ago.
1: Was it? Uh, was, it, was, it was it? Was the OC, OC Register? Register? Yeah, yeah. was it, like five years ago.
2: Raleigh Mullet, probably four or five years
0: ago. Yeah,
1: before Bus. Yeah,
0: yeah. BB Dead Weight era. Dead
1: Weight. <laughs> before Dead Weight era. <laughs> so another couple <laughs> I changed the subject before we <laughs> get into on that one. So another couple important dates that MLB has come out with. August 13th, it's going to be at the Field of Dreams.
0: Oh, yeah. It's going to be um, the White Sox and St. Louis. I like that more now. Yeah, I like, that's going to be sick. I like that more now because when they initially released this, I'm on. there's going to be like 20,000 fans people. there. That's yeah. stupid. And then now the COVID thing is like, there's not going to be any fans. It's going to be have, great. So it's just like
1: the movie. Yeah, You're going to have
0: Costner.
2: His brother-in-law who doubted him. You're gonna have Annie. I think her name
0: is Annie. You're gonna be the girl. You're gonna be the little girl choking on a hot dog. You have James Earl. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. August 16th. (laughs) MLB. Um, we will celebrate 100 years in the Negro Leagues. I don't know if necessarily what that's going to... I don't know if they're going to have a patch or if they're going to do... we I mean, are probably going to do something Dude, pre-game. The, mm-hmm. the Bobblehead Hall of Fame is
2: putting out a whole series on the whole Negro League. Nice. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Super yeah. cool Bobbleheads. Check that out.
1: So, August 20... and August 28th, uh, they are going to play... Or they are going to do Jackie Robinson Day. Yeah. forty two is all around. Um, and then I, f- I forgot... Um, the 28th did have some kind of historical significance to it, why they picked it. I think it was like the first day um, I should have wrote it down, but something was Jackie and and the Dodgers. I don't know if
0: if he got the day he signed his contract?
1: Maybe, or something like that. But that's, there was some kind of historical reason for the 28th, which I thought was cool that they brought it back, even though it's usually in April. Right. Um, That's cool. They're still doing that. Uh, Then Roberto Clemente day is going to be September 9th. Again, another guy that kind of changed uh, MLB landscape yeah. For a different culture Which is awesome And then obviously September 27th Is the final day Of the regular season But yeah. um, You know The schedule came Like I said The schedule came out There are some things That we weren't happy with But for the most part You know It's going to be really cool to, to play everything On the west coast And everything's going to be Pretty much um, Our time Obviously when they go to Texas It's going to change But uh, You know it's, it's, it's really cool To play local teams Or teams local Closer to you Yeah and I noticed a lot of it on here too. Looking at the schedule, there's not besides the opening day where they're going to be on ESPN, and that's going to be a seven ten start. A lot of it, maybe like I'm, I'm kind of scanning through it right now, there might be one other seven o'clock start. Everything else looks like it's like six. I mean, I'm seeing a six ten. I'm seeing a six forty. I'm seeing you know, again six ten, six forty. Do you like these? earlier start times
0: i kind of like it because you know the game starts a little sooner it means i mean yeah should mean that it ends a little sooner johnny's asleep by like so 10 o'clock regardless if it's yeah regardless if it's a, a yeah. close game or not Yeah, get up at 4, up at four, 4 15 so you know yeah but i like it i mean especially now that there's i mean i'd like it they're west fans because again if i'm going to the games at angel stadium it means i get there earlier you know so <sighs>
1: I mean, I'm kind of glad. I, I, I'm not I sure. 30, though, I'm, yeah, exactly. Right. I'm not sure how I would feel about it if it was a regular season because I'm like, when I get out, I need every single minute right. I can get I, I get, get, to get off get work
0: at 2.30, so, yeah. yeah. it's easy for yeah. you. I got
1: off at 4.30, and then sometimes I have to go home, pick up the wife, and yeah. then head out. So um, You're
0: catching traffic and all that uh, stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: well, no, uh, Fast Pass or, oh, or yeah. uh, whatever it's called. But still, it takes forever to get on the 57.
0: Yeah, so I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I like it
1: so this kind of now segues us into our emails and again you can reach us on our emails anytime at allangelspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com again that's allangelspodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com you can also reach us on our social media feeds um twitter and instagram is at halo underscore haven but um truthfully when we do the podcast we look first and foremost at our emails so definitely if you have a question or anything like that, send, us, send it that way, and it's a guaranteed um, kind of pop on the radar. So um, the first email is from, I believe, and me and Johnny were talking about this before
0: the podcast. I think it's a newbie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Oliver K or Oliver 27. K- Olive, yeah,
1: Oliver K 27. I'm, I'm guessing that's what it is. Yeah. Oliver, if you uh, – if Oliver K, you know, if that's it, let us know. If, if it's something different, uh, let us know also. And they had a three-question question. Email which is awesome uh, Question number one what is your prediction Predicted record for the Angels this shortened
0: season Well I mean 30 games is 500 so right So and, I hope and, that and they win 30 Games and and
1: <laughs> bet online <laughs> Bet online are A sponsor of course had the angels uh, Win total 34 was it, or 30 31, and a half. 31 and a half So that's a game above 500 um, so
0: Seems legit on my end
1: you know, we'll get into – I want to get more into the predictions when you get closer to the season yeah. and stuff like that. But kind of – give me right now, before you give me like your overall prediction, like this is what they're going to do, kind of give me your, your ceiling and your your uh, uh, floor of what you think they can do.
0: Ceiling? It's kind of hard to say just because it's a shortened season and if they start – Angels, notoriously slow starters. So ceiling on my end is 35 games. Basement? They win 25.
1: What do you think? Chris?
2: 40 on the ceiling. Ooh. Ooh.
0: Wow. Dude, that's. 40. Hey, but you that's know what? That's 20 games over 500. You think they're that good?
1: That's not 40?
0: It's not 20 oh, I'm games. i 60. Yeah. It's 35. Right? No, no, it's 10 30. games. Yeah, yeah, you're right. 10. I'm sorry.
1: And for people that are on Facebook Live, yes, he is but drinking. Is is, is Mike
2: Trout a top 10 player? But he has yes. been. Is Rendon, it's, it's, is Rendon to a top season, 10 player?
0: Is he going to play the whole season? Though? We're
2: not.
1: We're... <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I'm asking the question. As here. it
2: stands today on the recording, seven, uh, what was today? Eight? Yes, the eighth. Seven, eight, 2020. 20. Is Mike Trout a top 10 player? Yes.
1: Top one player. He's a top right. one
2: player. Is Anthony Rendon a top 10 player? Yes. Yeah. Is Shohei Otani a top 10 player? Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Coming back from Tommy John. That's, yeah. and again, this is Both the only signs. thing I'm worried about. we got three of the top Tommy ten John. players
2: in
0: baseball.
1: No, he's not a top
2: ten
0: player. I do. I, I think, I think he he's just off the top ten. Next year. Next year when he anyway. has a full year because, off of uh, yeah, Tommy be, John. Yeah, but I think right now he's probably. I'm,
2: I'm watching. Uh, We've been watching the background. I don't know if you guys can see <laughs> it on can. the live feed. Um, We're watching like the 86 team. Like those guys weren't top ten players in the whole league. And they were
0: able to succeed. It was also so. 1986. Yeah. They we were throwing 80,
1: 82 balls. <laughs> I alive then.
2: So I don't know
0: what the two. hell happened that year.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I saw Dick Schofield. I'm like, is Dick Schofield a major league player in this day and age?
0: I don't think a lot of them are.
2: No, not no. at all.
0: But yeah, I'll say 35. Ceiling. 25.
1: Yeah, I'm a, I'm somewhere around there. I'm clo- Well, I'm kind of like in the middle of you guys because cor- uh, you're thirty-seven and a half. 30, yeah, exactly. So can have a half, and thirty-seven point one. Half, but, yeah, like honestly, like I'm between you guys because you know thirty-eight. I would say thirty-eight would might probably be the ceiling, but um, the pitching scares me still. A lot of these guys are improving. Yeah. I mean, and the fact that you're going to depend so much on the depth early on, while guys get
0: like in the baseball and, shape, and, and you're depending on a. Returning Shohei Otani, who's going to be a big part of that rotation, right?
1: And coming off of Tommy John, like I yeah. said, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, if he was, if this was a normal season, you would expect him to struggle pitching just because coming right. back again, coming right. back from Tommy John. Exactly.
0: My point um, exactly, huh?
1: So if I'm going to say the basement or our floor, you know, twenty five, you know, I, I, I don't, again, I don't think they're there, but isn't it, there's a lot of question marks that don't give me exactly a lot of confidence. So, curator looked like he wanted to say something.
2: Let me tell you, folks. Uh, Brad Osmus is not the manager of your Los Angeles Angels. Well, another- it is Joe Maddon. Well, and whole what factor. is Joe Madden's war? I don't know. They don't do war for... I'm going to give him a plus four war right now. <laughs> that's arbitrary. That's it. That's the X factor. And especially, I was listening to some talk radio today. During this time, this is the perfect manager that's going to really? s- do a positive spin. He's just Joe Madden, man. He's got extra swag he to sounds him. Sounds
0: like somebody we know that I don't know. Yeah.
2: I know. I know you're into it. Quest- <laughs> <laughs> <Whatever. laughs> Next question. Whatever. Next question. come on. You don't think Joe Madden gives you a plus? Something on this plus something, but I don't know if it's four games. Yeah, that's probably overexcited. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to go plus two on it.
1: Yeah, man. 60 game season.
2: You don't think Joe Madden's a plus two? All right, Come so on. he
1: goes from 31 to 33. Okay, I don't know if we're in the
0: playoffs. Okay, All
1: right. Oliver K27. Again, the second question they had uh Do you think with the shortened season, the Angels have a higher or lower chance of making the playoffs? Well, it's
0: higher, obviously. I
1: think everyone's higher. Everyone's higher, yeah. especially if you get out to like a say the first fifteen games, which is like I think a quarter of the season. Let's say you go ten and five, you're putting you you put yourself in a good yeah. spot. But on the flip side, if you go five and ten, now you're trying to play catch up with not a whole lot of time left. All I know is that the Angels. Are tied for the division lead with 60 games left, and yeah. if you were to tell me this, hell yeah, baby! If you were to tell me this in January, I would have been like, hell yeah, we're going to make a
0: run. I like the way you're thinking. They're, so we'll see what happens. They're at top of the American League West starting July 24th with 60 games with 60 left. With 60 games left, we can make a run. So but then I've also had I've also seen them have a 15 game lead in August and then blow it. So you know, wow,
1: look like at Debbie Downer.
2: So. You're saying there's a chance? There's a chance.
1: Saying there's a chance. I I honestly I think Where's that sound bite at? Well, if you were to tell me this stuff beforehand, I can pop it in, but it could happen. (laughs) Yeah, it could happen. (laughs) Next week we got two six sound bites coming. (laughs) All right, we got it. We got it. Come on, Daniel. Meanwhile, Johnny's messing with the camera. I was like my my GoPro like don't let it fall.
2: Um, let me let me tell you one thing. This is the only Angels podcast. There are a few out there um we're obviously the best one out there um <laughs> this only angels podcast where the camera yeah. is built up in by halo magazines and angel <laughs> Whoa, view magazines behind the scenes and a box and uh you know it's 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 we're using like memorabilia just to build up the camera you're and become a on. tripod damn dude you're, you're giving up all the, the, the jeez secrets. like that's amazing only
0: angels over. view magazine from 1985 with rod carew on the cover yeah, hey, like,
1: who has that who like, does that nobody
0: else is doing no, that no. okay
1: last question from oliver k thanks uh, oliver will, will the angels have another
0: al mvp so you mean mike trout i think he means rendon even he's Shohei, in in that match. if
1: Shohei does have a good season i don't see why not yeah obviously with trout he's always gonna be in the top three regardless of what the hell happens um, so I don't know if they have one, but will they have a guy in the top three? I I I, I don't see why not.
0: I think Joe Madden should be the MVP, you know? of course, because Chris has plus four plus
1: four war, exactly. Joe Madden MVP. Has there ever been a manager that's uh, MVP? Joe Madden might be that, according to Chris. Yep. So, again, Oliver K twenty seven. Thank you very much for your three questions. That helps out a lot. Uh, next one, Lamar Washington. Again, loyal email or what's good love hearing you all together thanks for the tip creator but my ass ain't ain't about walking in the summer heat <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> uh, how do y'all see our competition this season
0: i, I kind of talked about it earlier i think it, we have a little bit of a rough competition i think the west on both ends on the aon are pretty tough teams every team on that list even the worst team in both divisions is not bad Right. So you don't have a Royals, you don't have an Orioles, you don't have a it, Tigers. And
1: it actually came out, too, yeah. that um, if you go off a winning percentage from last year, um, the Angels are tied for the toughest <laughs> toughest winning percentage. Uh, as Meanwhile, these guys are watching TV. Um, <laughs> have the highest winning percentage, or the opponents have the highest winning percentage tied with the Marlins. So um, it's definitely going to be some kind of a struggle this year. Uh, but again, that's last year's winning percentage. So, right. obviously, a lot of teams have moved injuries and and guys that might be out for COVID might be a whole different issue. So, um, you know, I, we'll see what happens. But. The AOS, and combination is going to be really tough on on the Halos this year, and we're going to be. It's going to be really interesting to see yeah. um, what happens with 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 the schedule and how much that plays into effect.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's. Just, I mean, you would love to play the Royals. Yeah, and the Tigers. Uh, tigers, but not going to happen. So it is what it is.
1: Next email from Duncan Healy again, uh, another loyal emailer. He saw yes, a oh. we big and dead horse shirt would be awesome. How does it feel? How, how does it feel to you guys seeing the guys participating, getting back into it?
0: um dude. I'm loving that. I I love going on Twitter and seeing like little clips of like guys uh practicing, taking cuts, doing all that good stuff. um It's weird. I thought about it the other day. I said, "Man, I felt like just yesterday we were together sitting with Rhett Bollinger from MLB.com, a friend of our show." Um, we were talking about the upcoming season and here we are in late July and we're talking about the upcoming season again. So we've done <laughs> this hard. twice. Yeah.
1: It's, it's, um, it's kind of a, was it the groundhogs? Day all, Yeah, over again. but
0: it's awesome, dude. I'm, I'm actually, I'm really excited. Um, I just like, like I said, I like being able to go on my Twitter, going on my Facebook and seeing actual live footage and like things that are happening as at the moment, instead of, you know, me watching classic games on TV or going on YouTube and watching old games. I love the fact that I'm able to turn on my device or my TV and watch actual things happen, hearing news, um injury reports. I know this right, sounds that's crazy, new, yeah. but dude, we're happy to hear about injury reports. So I'm excited. I I like it. I I don't know about you, but I like it. No, it's great.
1: Anytime these guys are out, especially at Angel Stadium, and you can kind of start seeing the familiar backgrounds, whether it's the big scoreboard, whether it's the rocks, whether it's the, you know, big A and stuff like that, and you start seeing it in photos and... And uh, video, you know, you get excited now the beat reporters are actually have something to report on, you know, right. who's in, who's out, who's playing, how does so-and-so do, how does so-and-so feel, so it, it feels more and more like a season right now, and that to me is awesome, and, and you know, hopefully the season gets all the way through, I know um, some people are very kind of pessimistic about the season, one uh, ESPN Buster only seems to be whining about that shit all the time, and it's getting really annoying okay, now I'm done, huh. um but, no, I, I love the fact that the guys are out on the diamond and, again, out in Angel Stadium, Whereas as fans, you, you, you're you you're used to seeing those, those backgrounds. You're used to, yeah. see, you know, and, and there's something about it. And I know when the schedule dropped, you know, like I said, on Tuesday, to me, it made it feel more um, for certain. Like, you know, this season's going to happen. Right. You know, so um, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, this season can get all the way through. But um, the between the schedule coming out and the guys actually on the field yeah I'm getting real excited
0: yep I'm ready for it
1: so and our our last email from Jason Green Greenbaum Um, how are you guys what do you guys think about uh, trying in Uh, whose role who fills his in his role
0: Uh, like we talked about it earlier Julio he's about a week behind so I think from what it looks like he might be ready for the season. So but if something were to happen, I think the Angels have a lot of depth. You see that you see that roster that they have. They got guys like Patrick Sandoval, um, Jaiman Berea, who are probably on the outside looking in. If you were to tell me right now, you ask me who's the rotation. You got Otani, you got Heaney, you got Bundy, you know, you have um Canning. Uh did I say Otani? Yes. You have Canning, you have um, then you got the options there with like a Felix Pena, right? And uh, which to um just to put it out there, uh, Epler does did say
1: was it Epler or was it Matt I can't remember which one, but it, one of them did say that both Canning and Otani should be ready to go when the season starts, and that was a big. Yeah. And those guys wouldn't have been ready if you know the season started like a normal like a normal season.
0: Yeah, so. Even if Tehran were to miss some part of the season, the depth is there for the Angels. You know, they got these young guys. and The guys who have actually pitched at the major league level, like a Patrick Sandoval and a Jaime Barria, guys who, you know, Jose Suarez, who right now is on the 10-day DL. We don't know Ryan. He might have tested positive for COVID. He might have not. But the depth is there, so I don't think right away you feel it. But you do want the caliber, a guy a caliber of is that if he can live up to what he was in atlanta for a few years there he's a big part of this rotation so you obviously don't want him to miss too much especially in a 60 game season where you pitch every five days possibly every six days with the angels down with the six-man rotation but um or every five days instead of four days but you don't want him to miss that much but the depth is there so i'm not concerned right away it's right. only as it progresses like if he's gonna be gone longer then then it's a problem
1: yeah, I mean, like, like you said, you have right now. You have probably what Bundy, Canning, Haney, who is going to be the opening day starter right now. Um, Felix Pena can fit in that role. Pablo Sandoval can fill in that role. Um, Otani, um, Matt Andriese is going to be really interesting to see what he where he kind of fits in there. But um, yeah, you 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 want Julio in there at some point with the the situation he's had getting over and getting started. Uh, you're not sure when or where that's going to be, but I th- you you know he'll be in there at, at a certain point. But um, you know the schedule, and, and again, kind of going back to the schedule, it's going to be it's going to be tough. Like, and I, and I haven't looked at everyone's schedule, obviously, but the Angels have two off days in the month of August, and that includes the week and a half they have in July where they start. So once they start the season, um, you know they have like a week and a half in July. And then all through August, that whole time, they have two days off. So you're going to need depth, especially at the very beginning because of um, pitchers might not be ready. But we'll see what happens when, when the season starts and who's available and who's not. And, and you know, it's going to be really interesting to see the first couple weeks because I think that's going to be a really big
0: um, starting point for the Angels. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's I I'm excited just for this to get started. I'm I'm ready to go, dude. I'm ready to have a podcast where we talk about games.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where again, once we start the games, uh we'll probably be coming at well, we've been kinda coming at you for twice twice a week, but um we'll be continuing doing that when the games start. Um kind of reviewing the weekend on a Sunday night and then here on a wednesday or thursday or friday or whatever we'll figure that out but you can definitely look forward to two podcasts per week once the season starts or even kind of from here on out
0: yeah like rolling it out dude it's it's happening we got stuff to actually talk about not not stuff that we have to think about what we got to talk about or or make something up. It was fun for a little bit. They're trying to do like
1: honestly. I, I don't even know it, if it was fun or not because I was worried. I'm like, man, we well, got to put something out, and I have no idea what the hell we're going to talk after
0: about. After a while, after the first like maybe two three weeks, I said, I don't think we could keep going to old classic games over and over and over again. But yeah, somehow exactly, we made yeah. it work out. You did a great job of finding interviews, and and then when we did get together, we we gave us we gave ourselves enough time to talk to have things to talk about. But now, man, it's just like like I said we're looking we're looking on tv we're looking on our social media and we're finding things to talk about so i'm excited right. i'm excited yeah, exactly
1: so um again we're, we're still gonna be coming with you twice a week hopefully uh the plan is going forward we will have hopefully again a friend of the podcast red bollinger on monday's episode of the all angels podcast we gotta work out the schedule and. Then, Honestly, it's going to depend on what the Angels' schedule is because right. he is at Angel Stadium covering them right. during this summer camp way up in the right field press box. And if you I guys seen his, you, up there. everyone's there, if you ever yeah. if you ever been to Angel Stadium, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The press box that's in the upper right field corner, where it just seems like the furthest away up, furthest away from the field, but yet that's where all the beat writers are. But um, look for that. Honestly, if you guys have a question you want to ask, want us to ask, Rhett, uh, we are recording. Hopefully, again, hopefully recording it this weekend. Uh, play it on Monday. If you have a question you want to ask, email us at all at gmail Again, that's this weekend. So, yeah, uh, listen to it now. Listen to the podcast now, and then you can do it. But if you're listening to the podcast on a Sunday night, it's probably already
0: yeah the, the interview's probably already happened. Yeah. Um, real quick, Max Johnson twenty five on uh, Instagram live. How many home runs is David Fletcher going to hit this year? I think if I think if we're worried about how many home runs Fletcher is going to hit this year, we have a problem. Seven. I I I don't care if he hits seven two. I just want him to get on base seven. and be on base when someone else hits a home run. I think he hit seven. I think he – I don't care. I think (laughs) think
1: he don't – I don't care. I just want him on base. I just (laughs)
0: want him on base for Mike Trout to drive him in and do his job. I think Fletcher's job isn't to hit a home run, and I think he'll be the first to say that if he hits a home run, it's probably a mistake. He's just looking to get on base, drive the ball, go gap to gap. You know, those are actually – you know, that's a question I think maybe more of like how many home runs is Upton going to have or a power guy, you know what I mean? So, But Fletcher's job –
1: We can definitely do that kind of podcast when we get closer to – Coming up soon. When we get to – um. You know the season. We can do like our predictions, record, right. and then also obviously, um you know Trout. I mean that's a that's a big question because you yeah, know sixty game season is it? I don't think it's out of the question. Trout hits twenty five.
0: No, absolutely not. Because but it, if he
1: misses time, then yeah. it's going to change it all. You've, you've
0: yeah. had seasons where guys go into the All Star break with thirty two home runs, thirty three home runs. You know, so it's possible. And a guy like Trout, he he'll hit ten in a month. You Know so, um, but before we go, I want to shout out, and if you guys are on Instagram Live and on Facebook Live, A Stout Clothing, um, they're a sponsor of Halo Haven and the All Angels podcast. If you guys like the hat that you see, and this is for the people on Instagram Live and on Facebook Live, the hat that you see here is one of a bunch of different designs they have for Mike Trout, but they also have Shohei Otani. Um, if you have friends who are not Angel fans and they're Dodger fans or Cubs fans, they have pretty much every team. They have a player. Big player for every team. For every yeah. team. So if you check out the link on our bio at Halo underscore Haven on Instagram, um, the link is in our bio. It will automatically take you to like our our promo code. And if you're not on Instagram and you're on Facebook, just look up A Stout Clothing and use promo code Halo Haven. You'll get 10% off for your purchase. So A Style Clothing.
2: And you know what the cool thing about that East Out clothing hat is? It reminds me of like the early 90s, mm-hmm. like all those hats draft that were hats. like super tough. The draft day hat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just like the LA Lakers one that yeah. I just hooked you up with. Yeah. Like, And then the cool thing is you got the autograph on the side and it's all licensed too. So these aren't bootleg hats. No. These right. are and all someone... licensed just... for, through the Players Association. Yeah. 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 So this is, these are sick. So They're so snapbacks. Lovely.
1: Like, this is something, like, you want to rock, so, for sure. Yeah, someone, like, wanted to post it on our Instagram, and I don't remember who it was or whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh, it's like, oh, you guys are stealing money from Trout. Just buy a Halos hat. And I was like, well, Trout doesn't get any money from a Halos hat, no. and you're kind of giving Artie more money that way. And it's kind of with the whole owner situation. <laughs> it's like, isn't that kind of? No, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right.
0: And I'm like, these are, you know. These are. MLB, PA. Uh-huh. Approved, so right. you know you're more you're happy to play out more on this end because right, MLB exactly. player approved so yeah check out a style clothing check out their Instagram um yeah it's it's awesome you can actually search by player or so that if that makes it easier for you we just if you check out our Instagram we just posted the a post with pretty much all the mic Trout hats there might be a few missing but most of the hats are in that post but again check out a style clothing and the, you'll see them all there
1: definitely 10% off use promo code halo Haven. All right. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. Again, hopefully we'll have an interview Monday with red Bollinger and we'll talk to him about what we have seen at uh, summer camp 2020. And then also to kind of finish the series about the all angels team. We'll talk about pitchers, managers, and GMs right. um, that he, the, the story you did check him out on MLB.com or his Twitter feed at red Bollinger. So, um, Johnny, go ahead, take it away. You do the outro. Yeah.
0: Uh, thank you guys again. Any questions, comments, or concerns, Podcast at gmail.com. I am Johnny Max. I am Down Garcia. He's Chris at Carrier Johnson. you listen listened to another edition of the All Angels Podcast.